Hi. Today we're going to talk about the legalities around CBD, whether it's legal, uh, who has a say in it, and so forth. Um, you may be wondering why there's such a big gap in my podcast blog around um, CBD topics. And it's basically because of these laws and how they affected CBD-based businesses. In May of 2018, um, Elevon, which is a merchant account processing company, shut down their accounts with CBD-based businesses. Elevon was a leader in merchant account processing for CBD businesses. And merchant account processing is basically the um, way that a CBD business can process credit cards. And online businesses pretty much rely on credit card um, processing for their business. Um, Some um, brick-and-mortar CBD businesses could take cash But um, in terms of online businesses, we were pretty much shut down. Now, we had a month to scramble to try to find another merchant account company, but very few businesses process credit cards for CBD businesses. And it's due to these laws that I'm going to cover. Um, Finally, Square, which is a major credit card processor, you probably have heard of them a million times. They finally started processing credit cards for CBD businesses in October of 2019. And um, businesses were able to apply through a special process and get approved. And once that happened, I was able to reopen my business. But from May of 2019, I think I said 2019 earlier. If not, it was 2019, not 2018. Um, So basically from May of 2019 to October of 2019, I was not able to operate my business and most, most people couldn't operate their businesses. So let's talk about the laws and why that happened and uh, going forward what the situation is and and how that impacts you and impacts businesses who are trying to sell reputable products and so forth. Um, Let me just make a quick note about something else that I want to cover. Um, All right. Um, So there's four entities that have a say in CBD and how it is um, viewed legally. The four agencies are the DEA, the FDA, the federal government, and then state rules. So the DEA has classified CBD as a whole as a Schedule One drug, which is on par with uh, THC, um, which is also cannabis-derived, um, but from marijuana, and heroin and cocaine and drugs like that. They Schedule One is um, reserved for drugs that alter your mind and are highly addictive. Anybody who has taken CBD knows that it is not mind-altering and is not addictive. So the DEA is basically a little bit behind in their classification of CBD. 
They do have one CBD-based product that they have classified as a Schedule 5 product. And Schedule 5 basically means the exact opposite, that it is not addictive, that it is that it does treat disease, and that it is not mind-altering. Um, this drug is called the Pidiolex. It was approved by the FDA in, I believe, 2018. And Epidiolex um, is the only CBD-based drug that is rescheduled as a Schedule 5, and therefore is legal. Schedule 1 drugs are not legal. To, for future CBD products to be labeled as a Schedule 5 as opposed to a Schedule 1, um, according to the DEA, they would have to have point less than point. 1% THC, and that's different from what the federal government says, but for the DEA, the drug has to be, has to have less than 0.1% THC, and it has to be made from pharmaceutical or lab-produced CBD. So it cannot be from hemp or from marijuana. It has to be um, pharmaceutically produced in a lab. So that's the scoop of the DEA. Now, the FDA um, really doesn't like CBD as a whole. They have um, approved one CBD-based product, which I just made reference to. It's called the Pidiolex. And that is for the treatment of a very specific, two very specific and rare types of seizures in children, so pediatric seizures. And they have approved it for treating those particular problems. They do not allow any other CBD products to make claims of treatment of disease. If a business does that, if a business claims that something um, made from CBD can treat disease, then that business will receive a warning letter and then be shut down. And I think criminal charges can even be brought against the business. <clears throat> so that's why any reputable business will not make those claims. And even though, um, even though there is a lot of um, just personal, um, uh, statements made that it's helped different people dramatically with disease situations. <clears throat> you can say um, that CBD has a um, positive effect on certain things, such as um, it's an anti-anxiety, it's an anti-inflammatory, it's an anti um, uh Anti-inflammatory. It's a, it has analgesic properties, which means that it um, helps with pain. So there are certain things that you can say about CBD that are medically related, but you can't make the claim that it cures them or that it is for treatment of disease. So the FDA has really impacted the way CBD is marketed and the way CBD is um, attempting to self-regulate with um within the industry but i believe that it was largely their stance on cbd that made elevon 
uh, the merchant account processor company pull out of, of representing CBD-based businesses because it was timed along some of their statements around CBD. The third body that has a say in CBD's legality um, is naturally the federal government. And there is a bill called the 2008 Farm Bill that was passed about a year ago um, that says that certain types of CBD is legal on a federal level. To be legal, according to this farm bill, the CBD has to be hemp-based, so it cannot be marijuana-based. It has to be hemp-based, and it has to have less than 0.3% THC. So whereas the DEA schedule was for less than 0.1% THC, the federal government says it has to have less than 0.3% THC. So if a product meets those requirements, then the federal government views it as a legal product. However, states also have a say in this, and states have varied laws regarding CBD, and they ultimately have the final say in whether CBD is um, viewed as a criminal uh, product and whether um, charges can be pressed against a person for using it um, in or transporting it across state lines. Um, with states, there's a differentiation made between medical CBD or, sorry, I guess not medical CBD, it would be medical cannabis and recreational use of cannabis. Some states have said that medical cannabis, whether it's THC or CBD or whatever, um, but medical cannabis is legal. And other states have said that it's not. And some states have approved it across the board, whether it's medically um, based, you know, whether you need a medical card and whether you want to use it rec recreationally. So some states have, I think right now it's nine states have said that regardless of whether CBD is used or cannabis is used medically or recreationally, it's legal. And the other states have some variation on whether they see it as, as a legal thing or not. Some states have CBD-specific laws that say that um, CBD, a, a product made from CBD, made from a, a product that is CBD-based made from hemp is legal in some states, whereas other cannabis products are not. And then other states have decriminalized CBD, but not made it legal, which is really confusing um, to the consumer. So to summarize, states have varying stances on cannabis and on CBD, and those laws are changing all the time. So you need to do research on it yourself if that is a concern of yours. There are websites that talk about the specific um, laws around um, CBD for the states, the individual states. And I don't think I can attach um, links, although I'll see if I can um, in the podcast. But if I can't, I'm going to be writing a blog that contains a link 
that will enable you to go and uh, find out the current law for your state. So the final thing to talk about is why, with all this confusion, do some businesses, um, such as roadside markets and 7-Elevens, and then, of course, the big monster Amazon, why do some of these businesses have the right to sell CBD um, and other people like myself um, had troubles just getting a merchant account um, for CBD? First of all, the roadside businesses, the little markets, the 7-Elevens um, typically have products that are, um, I, hate, I hate to put you know a business down and say they're not very good, but the bottom line is they're typically not very good. I'm sure that there are some markets that carry CBD that do um, uh, select them more carefully, but most businesses like that carry CBD products that have not been lab tested, that do not have lab reports. And some people have done research on these products and found that when they are tested, they may not contain any CBD. So it may be labeled as CBD, but it actually contains zero CBD or very negligible amounts. And this is the bad side of the FDA laws. Because it's not regulated by the FDA People can make claims that something is in the bottle that isn't there. If this was regulated by the FDA, they couldn't get away with that, um, is my understanding. But unfortunately, it's not regulated, so you can buy something at a 7-Eleven that says CBD, and it actually contains no CBD. It also may not have been produced in an ideal way, using CO2 extraction and, um, you know, the other things that I've talked about in previous blog posts as to how um, CBD should be produced to be considered a high-quality product. You should never buy a CBD product that doesn't have a publicly available lab report telling you exactly what's in that bottle. Doing so really puts yourself at jeopardy. Um, Because it's not regulated, people can put whatever they want in the product and um, sell it, and then you buy it, and you may get a great price on it, and then find out that it is um, not only not um, what it says, but it can actually harm you. So it's really important that any product you buy that says CBD on it has a lab report. And all of my products on my website have lab reports. Um, So uh, there's a button that says lab report. You just click on that and it'll pull up the exact information about what's in that specific product. Now, Amazon, um, they have a statement which um, I think is already in a link in my blog. But again, I'll be doing another blog post to make sure it's in there. But Amazon has issued a statement as to what's um, legal to be sold on their site and what's not. And they actually do not allow CBD to be sold on their site. However, there are people who sell hemp oil, which has no CBD in it, um, or who call their product hemp oil, but it does have CBD in it. 
So if they're selling hemp oil without CBD, hemp oil has lots of omegas and um, it's definitely has some uh, nutritional benefit, um, but it is not CBD. And it's important to realize that when you're buying something on Amazon, that even if it says it has, um, they can't really say it has CBD because they'll get shut down. Their product will be yanked, but they can make it seem like it's the same thing as a CBD product, but it's really just made from hemp oil without CBD in it. A lot of times those are made from hemp seeds, whereas CBD is made from the leaves and the stalks and so forth. Other products that make claims to having CBD may really have CBD in them on Amazon, but as soon as Amazon realizes it, they pull the product and they um, turn off the seller's account. So it's really not a good idea to um, buy products on Amazon seeking a product that has CBD in it because it either doesn't um, or it does and um, it's going to be an issue with Amazon very shortly. And again, if there's not a lab report attached to it, you shouldn't buy it. I, you know, I, I want my business to be successful, but more important to me is that you're buying a product that is reputable and that has a lab report attached to it and that is made in high using high quality methods. That's the most important thing to me. If you happen to buy it for my business, all the better, but I want to educate people so that they're making the best decisions for their bodies. And, um, I'm hoping that through my blogs and through my podcasts that, um, things become clearer and that you're able to at least select a product that is good as opposed to one that has no, no regulation and no claims. Um, I mean that no, that the claims that they're making that it has CBD, um, you know, you want, you want one that has CBD and that is a good product basically. So I hope that that, I know it probably doesn't make the legality around CBD clearer because it's not a clear subject. It's a very confusing subject, but hopefully it helps um, differentiate for you the, the bodies that are, um, that have a say in CBD's legality and that helps you understand, um, you know, how it is legal, how it's sort of not legal, um, States really don't, um, you know, law enforcement officials for states don't really know how to treat CBD and hemp. Um, they really don't. And so um, there are some states that make arrests that are not, um, that turn out to not be legal arrests. And then there are some states that um, it's not legal, but they don't bother with it. Um, so it really depends. So it's important to educate yourself on your specific state laws as well. So I will do my best to put that link either attached to this podcast or in a blog so that you can um, pull up your specific state law, current state law regarding CBD. If you have any questions, um, please feel free to use the chat function on my website or send me a um, message through my contact page 
if I have answers, I would be happy to answer them. And if I don't have answers, I can direct you to resources that may answer your question. And my website is www.enlivencbdstore.com. But Enliven is spelled E-N-L-I-V-E-E-N store cbdstore.com. So again, that's Enliven with two E's in the middle, cbdstore.com. And um, feel free to reach out to me or to shop on my website. Thanks so much.